My first thoughts of Larry Nassar is that he was a gregarious, kind, thoughtful person. Very competent, very caring, very warm and engaging. He was charismatic. I was enamored by him, everyone was. Olympian Carrie Strug vaulted into history and our hearts with her bravery at the 1996 Atlanta Olympics. Carrie Strug is hurt. She is hurt badly. Brought to her knees by injury, but winning a gold medal for her team. There was another rising star sharing that iconic moment, the man on the right helping to support her, team doctor Larry Nassar. He was seen as a man who was the best at what he did. So good that USA Gymnastics wanted him at the Olympics. They wanted him to be the one person on earth who would be treating their top athletes. This was a guy who taught religious school at a local church. He volunteered as the team doctor for the whole high school there. Nassar rubbed shoulders with gymnastics royalty, Bella and Marta Caroli. With US Gymnastics, it's basically all about the Carolis. And to have the Carolis trust means everything in gymnastics. The Carolis Texas training camp was well known in gymnastics circles for its grueling boot camp atmosphere. When Dr. Nassar worked at the camp, the girls say he was a rare, friendly face, plying them with candy and kindness. He was nice, I mean, he was kind, he was caring. Lindsay Lemke met Larry Nasser at Twistar's gym. Her parents became close family friends with the doctor and his wife. He began treating her for back pain when she was in middle school. Hello and welcome to gymnasticsdoctor.com. Dr. Nasser liked to show off his techniques, posting videos he called tender teaching moments on his website. There are legitimate treatments that require doctors to touch intimate areas, and Dr. Nasser took advantage of that, going beyond medical necessity for his own perverse pleasure. Lindsay says when she was 12, Nasser's procedures and his fingers suddenly became invasive. And then he went inside of me, and I was like, this isn't the same thing. Was he talking to you during this? Yeah, he, I mean, normal conversations. As a young person, much less a child, the thought that a doctor could be using you for his own sexual gratification is something that doesn't even enter your mind. I mean, I went over to his house around four days a week for years. You went to his house to get these treatments? Yes, in his basement. Didn't you think that was a little weird? No, because he was our friend. Did his behavior ever become odd during these so-called treatments? The thing that gets me every time I look back about it is his eyes were always closed. And never did you think this was anything other than a real medical procedure? Correct. Because he told you so? Correct. You trusted Larry. Did it, it help it didn't... your back injury? No. My so... back never got better until I stopped seeing Larry. Nassar's victims say they were uniquely vulnerable. They were in pain from injuries. They were told Dr. Nassar was the only one who could heal them. As top athletes, they were used to taking orders. They were programmed for obedience. They wanted robots, and it was survival of the fittest. And if you didn't survive, then see you later. You're not on the team. Akemi Look was a rhythmic gymnast. She says she was seen by Dr. Nassar several times with no issues until one appointment when she was 15. And then he says to me, OK, um, I'm just going to make a, an adjustment. I might be a little bit uncomfortable. The next thing I know, I feel his fingers 
pressing up inside my vagina, I remember my face getting really hot and being so confused about why he was touching me there. I buried my head in the table and just prayed for it to be over. She told no one. I felt so violated and so embarrassed that someone had touched me there. I had to justify it to myself by saying that it, that he was trying to heal me. It wasn't just the girls who were fooled by Nassar's treatments. The sports medicine community viewed him as an authority in the field. Nassar even contributed a chapter to this medical textbook, complete with a cringeworthy photo of what the author says are Nassar's hands on a girl's bottom. In the text, Nassar encourages other doctors to touch what he calls the no-fly zone, the area around the genitals. I didn't say anything to anybody. Maddie Larson says the first time she can distinctly remember Nassar abusing her was at what should have been one of the highlights of her life as an athlete, her first U.S. national championship. He was supposed to be treating her for a painful hip injury. So what did he do to you that day? Asking me questions about the pain in my hip. And then he put his fingers in my vagina and was asking me, like, oh, like, does that feel better? Larson says no matter where the injury, the supposed treatment was often similar. Even though I didn't know I was being molested, I was uncomfortable. But I didn't think it was wrong because I didn't like a lot of things about gymnastics. You just push, you just do what you're told and you don't say anything. A part of me is still trying to forgive myself for being so naive. You don't, there's nothing to forgive. I know. I just want to, like, wish I could be me and go back in time and talk to me at that age. What would you say? I would just hug me. I would just hug me and say, uh, it's going to be okay. And, um, and talk to someone. Tell someone. While well, you're telling people now, 